We're back home, y'all. New countdown. A five, a four, a three, a two, one. You're listening to the Rhythm and Bruise Podcast with your host, DJ DW. Ain't no fucking way in the world y'all can vote for Donald Trump when he come back up again. If if y'all do vote for him, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. I continue to believe Mr. Trump Trump will not be president. And the reason is because I have a lot of faith in the American people. And I think they recognize that being president is a serious job. Fuck everybody down with Donald And it's not a matter of pandering and, 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 and doing whatever will get you in the news on a given day. Now to President Trump, he's trying to act as though the pandemic is behind us uh, when it's actually on the rise right now. Jim, you have new information on the president's refusal over these few months to even wear a mask. And sometimes it requires you making hard decisions even when people don't like it and doing things that are unpopular and standing up for people who are vulnerable but don't have some powerful political constituents. And we are going to make our country great. Look, you don't care about y'all. You really don't give a fuck about us. Ah, 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 ah. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck, fuck Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga. Wait, did we just uh, dim the lights? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we oh, back home, we back home. Feels good to be home, baby. Feels, Feels good, good to, to be, be home. home. Oh, my God. Episode 38. It's 37 and a half. It's 37.5. For y'all that listen to us, we, we just want to give y'all an apology for that last episode not airing. Because as y'all know, uh, we have been away from the studio for a while due to COVID-19. And we decided we was going to try to do things the best way that we could on our own before we came back home. So while he said that, we're going to open up like this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Rhythm and Bruise podcast. The way you love it. Yes. I am Lucky Lefty. I am Mr. R&B Smooth. I am Preston T. I'm your boy DJ D Dub. And as always, what, what you, you sipping on? on? What we sipping on, Prince? I got this actually really delicious stout called a Tale of Two Pities. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has two pit bulls on the can. I like that. He thought it was Tale of Two <laughs> Titties. <laughs> Tale of Two Titties? <laughs> Who's Two Titties? Um, as y'all know, I have, a, I have a co-worker that likes to uh, to give me different beers to talk about on the show. Okay. Um, yes, this is quite... This is, and I'm not a big stout fan. So for me, this is like my third stout overall. And the fact that I really like this... Mm-hmm. I fuck with this, and I'll probably buy another uh, four pack of it um, ASAP. This is actually from I think North Haven. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, Barclay Brewing Company out in North Haven. I got a uh, I got a two rows Road to Win double IPA. Shout out to Stratford. You know what I mean? All right, that's what I'm sipping on right now. And I got the two roads, honey spot road. <laughs> you would have that one up. Huh? You would have the honey. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I don't live that way, but that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. I like that. That's cool. That's, that's cool, song. man. Now, we did have want to talk about this motherfucker. Fuck Donald Trump. I'm going to say it again. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. But fuck that. Call we an audible. To, we, we call the audible. Omaha. Mm-hmm. It, it was a fun Baruski. We ain't doing none of that shit. All right, mm-hmm. we celebrating our people. Luck Brady, 
Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Kanye Omari West. Yeah. That was his middle name. Kanye Omari West. Tell him why. That brother is doing everything he said he was going to do. Okay. When the brother was over $120 million in debt, Mm -hmm. he became a billionaire and said he was going to become a billionaire. Mm -hmm. When that brother, 10 years ago, said in an interview, I've been wanting to talk to Gap and tell Gap about how I can make it better. And what does this brother do in the midst of fucked up 2020? Partners with Gap. Gap and Yeezy. West day ever. Hashtag West day ever. Wow. And not only is he rolling out just with Gap, because he got shit. It's not dropping like now. It's dropping next year. Okay. Which is dope. Mm Mm-hmm. And I see people say, oh. Buy stock and gap, y'all. Yeah, word. Because it's not that expensive right now. Mm-hmm. And I hear people keep saying, oh, but they stuff already expensive. Why he got to be a part of this and blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Let that black man do what he need to do. All right. Not only is he rolling that out, he's also rolling out another album produced by Dr. Dre. Mm. Not only that, he has Yeezy Wear dropping in the United States, no longer overseas. Mm. This brother's been busy, man. The brother's been real busy. Nice. So shout out to him. Love to hear it. You know? Um, I do feel like we as a people need to stop glorifying, and I'm one of the advocates of it, so this is going to be some type of double negative shit, but I'm one of the advocates of it. We need to stop giving light to the shade rooms, to the baller alert. Because at the end of the day, all we're ever doing is pitting each other against each other. And that's all we fucking do. Billy. I just feel like at this time, we definitely need to come together. I appreciate the allies that we do have, but we need to have allies within ourselves as well. Um, my thing about that, um, it's kind of a double-edged sword that gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as 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 much as we say we need to support each other, we're the biggest biggest excuse me, uh, critics of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, which is both a good and a bad thing because as a people, we need to hold one one another accountable mm-hmm. uh, for both our successes and our failures. Right. And call each other out when we're on some bullshit. Like we do with each other. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, like, I hate the fact that black people just try to come up with excuses not to show support to other, like to black businesses and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of black businesses fuck up. Um, but you also have to understand that we're <clears> not <throat> raised the same way that a lot of these fuck it, I'm going to just say white people are. Kevin's and Karen's. Right. And, like yeah. we're not raised like like our our school systems, our school systems raise us to be employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're raised to be CEOs. That right there is the disconnect. They're raised to go to Yale, we're raised to fail. 
Right. Like, so we're we're raised to just go look for a job and and create someone else's dream rather than create our own. Because our parents, they didn't teach us about credit. They didn't teach us about uh, running a business. They didn't teach us about LLCs. They didn't teach us about X, Y, and Z. Like diversified stock portfolios and bonds. How to do our taxes? How to about like Uh, to balance a checkbook? Right. That good shit. Mm -hmm. Like that is is part of the 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 systemic racism that we're actually like not we but black people as a whole are working to dismantle. Um, and again, we kind of, and this is how I've been feeling about everything that's been happening for the last couple of months. We've been getting in our own way. Like, I'm not going to go too much into detail. That's for another episode. And y'all know we trying to get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we are all hungry and the R&B brunch is happening as we speak. At Miss Thelma's downtown Bridgeport. Yes, but uh, we'll talk on more on that later. And so other collaborations we've had and collaborations we may have in the future. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just like, I... I, I I wish we wasn't so hard on one another. Like, yeah, we've been, I, I've been personally really hard on Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I felt like I ate crow when it came out that he, he, he wore, like he, he basically played Donald Trump. Um, I don't know the validity of it, but if it is true, then yes, I've, I've, I feel like a horrible person for critiquing him the way that I have, because that was the biggest chess move that I've seen in a long time. Um, and I give him much props for that, if that is true. Um, but yeah, man, we just got to support each other. Black businesses. Word. Um, and, and stop bringing each other down the way that we have. Yeah. I, I said all that just to say. Yeah. And while we're bigging up black businesses, again, we're going to big up Thelmas. Right. Miss Thelmas. We're going to big up 1020 Lounge. Yep. We're going to big up Perfections Lounge. We're gonna bring up, uh, um, I was about to call it the wrong name, Grill 2. Uh, we gonna big up- uh, Rum and Tequila. Rum and Tequila. Thank you, I was I wanna say Crate and Barrel, but that's not- Oh, you're saying. talking about Brick and Barrel. Brick, brick and Barrel. See, you're not the only one. I struggle too, I'll be like, is it- I almost said crabs like, in a barrel. Like, <laughs> yo, as long as you didn't say Cracker the, Barrel, nigga. That's, the, that's one of the dopest things is most of downtown is black owned now. Yeah. Facts. We just gotta keep it. Yeah. And I, I see that that uh Sholy. Just opened my, up a spot. Just yeah. opened like cause the last I heard, like he had canceled that idea. And as soon as I was told that he canceled that idea, he posts up he posts the sign at the restaurant. He's but, opening up a steakhouse downtown. But he had a spot in Ansonia one time or Meriden, right? Show the Show Love Lounge or something like that? I don't know. Uh, I think I think you're right, but I've been so out of like the club or yeah. social life that I've never been. So it's gonna be downtown Bridgeport. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, this is down the street from uh from Miss Thelma's, like right next to where that commuter lot is. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, shout out to all y'all. Uh, the, if we forgot new, any, we apologize. Yeah. But you know, we love you all. Yeah, because. And if we Eat forgot, that means y'all ain't been on owned. the show, so y'all need to figure out how to get in touch with us to do so. 
and Fruit of Juice <laughs> isn't black owned, but you know it's, it's owned by a Latin man. So shout out to Fruit. What's Juice. um uh what's, what's uh, uh United Roots? Black owned. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. But yeah, it's like a, a oh, what's the one love? One love lot of the the, the spot by uh, Metric, the old McDonald's. Oh shoot! I didn't even know there was something. Oh, like the Jamaican food spot. Yeah, one love okay. something. Yeah. Uh, just look. Shout out to the, the basically the all black renaissance happening in downtown Bridgeport because I I've been trying to support as much as I can during yeah. this pandemic. Yeah, and, and it really and even your barber's like I you know I got my haircut today and my barber sent me a text after the fact he was like yo thank you for your support mm-hmm. so like they they appreciate they us they feel it I mean they especially felt- now yeah right. You know, I I've been going to my barber. Shout out to Sean down at Good Looking. Shocking, shocking, Sean. All right. Skinny Shout boys, out to the skinny boys. You know what I'm saying? Know your history in the city. Mm-hmm. But as long as I've been going to him, you know, I've never gotten a text like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is my second haircut I've gotten during pandemic, during pandemic time, and for him to send send that text out meant a lot to me, and and you could tell that it meant a lot to him because it's like, damn, like you know, for me, it's it meant a lot because I'm like, dude, I'm just one i need a haircut and two i know that this is your business this is your livelihood this is your livelihood right and that's why you got that thank you because you got that thank you and it's like okay they feel it you know what i'm saying because it's a crazy time right now so definitely you know show love to your your black businesses because me and luck me and luck got the same barber Facts. And we both in here looking pretty good today, Come if I say now. so myself. Because we, we brunch looking ready. Better. We, yeah, you you looking know, better, brother. I mean, you I was just better. there, was yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. It was just fresh. I appreciate yeah, it. It was just I fresh. It. I but that's, I, I got to keep you. up with him. Yeah, he do be in there often. Right. He be, yeah, he, he <laughs> like. I mean, you know, I do. And like, you know, going back to what you said, you know, he sent you that message, man, because a lot of people realize like, yo, they are fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that, you know, were outside of the guidelines didn't really have to worry about that. But right. the ones that actually follow the guidelines, they realize like, yo, like, damn, if it wasn't for these people, we, we wouldn't be nothing. Be in the One more shout out. Even though I don't go to this barbershop, I grew up with this dude. So shout out to TJ Green over there at Diamond Cuts down the street from here in Ansonia. Shout out to headquarters. Tech. What am I doing? People. And shout out to Elements. Um, that's Bubba. Product. Yeah. That's shout out to shout out to him too. That's Black mm-hmm. on. And I'm, you know, waiting for my shipment to get delivered to me. I got some beard, wash beard, oil, hey. beard, palm. Yeah, I dropped like 50 on them. I was like, I need it all. <laughs> so, Word. and shout out to my man, Aaron Hall. Even though the this singer? is not a, no, no, Aaron Hall. I Hall. miss you. Oh, oh. Hall. Hall. Okay. We, we was here. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> shout out to my you brother. You know Aaron Hall? This whole time? You know I got records. I'm trying to, we got a podcast. <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, shout out to Aaron Hall. Okay. Who not, you know, gave me a black uh, owned thing, but he let me know how to grow a black beard. beard. Yes, yes. So shout out to You might have to share that secret with me because. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the fold. I like it. It's nice here. Share share that secret with me. I I definitely will. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It it got a little heavy real quick, fellas. And, you know, it's still a little heavy, but I feel like it's kind of funny that, you know, this whole Karen and Kevin stuff. Uh-huh. It's funny that we call them a Karen and that's not what they're doing. They're not Karen. Ooh, bar. They Ooh. are not Karen. 
I might Ooh. throw that in a poem. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. please do. <laughs> just please do. Just psych me in there somehow. All right. Psych to luck. Yeah. But anyway, Asterisk. you know, I find it so crazy that the entitlement. Forget the racist part and all that. Just the entitlement. A woman, just one instance, would was given this other white woman. I'm not gonna call her Karen. I'm gonna call her Carrie, cause she carries herself with distinct. Killing him. Yes. So Carrie had to help Karen, and they have a policy that you have to show your ID if you're buying anything, whatever the case may be. I don't know where is it. And this is a Karen talking to a Carrie, and Carrie is telling her. Just while uh, non-Kevin. I'll think of one another time. I can't do that right now. Chad? I like Chad. No, because he's not a Kevin. Uh, it's like Explain. A Car- okay. Kyle? N- not, a Car- not a Karen. A Carrie, but a Kevin. Carrie, if that makes sense. Continue. Who's on first? He ain't, she ain't, enti- he ain't entitled. <laughs> anyway. He ain't entitled. So he was recording her, the non-Kevin, was uh-huh. recording the Karen being rude to the Carrie. And she simply said, why do I need to show my ID? It's the policy, man. This is it. I need to speak to your manager. I am the manager, man. How do I know that? It's like, well, I have a platinum card. I have a platinum Amex card. Okay. You're still not getting what you need. And if you do not do this and you're still holding up the line, I will have to call the cops. All right, I'll show you my ID. Why the fuck you just didn't do that in the first place? Even as simple as a sign that says, don't go in the flowers. And what is Karen doing? Sitting in the flowers, taking pictures. It's, like you said, it's it's damn, you know, racism aside, it's the entitlement. It, it, that's really what it is. It boils down to that. I mean, you saw I I, I posted a uh, video that happened in in, in Brooklyn, Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, in <laughs> with Canada, the pregnant man, with the pregnant man, and he was uh, you know giving this employee a hard. How time. about our lives matter? Yeah, sounding about, like Belky from per- Perfect Strangers. Right. How about our lives matter? But it's like I, and this I was just before. <laughs> there was a in there's a old coffee shop mm-hmm. in Bedside, Brooklyn. Oh, I did see that. And, gentrified Brooklyn. Yeah, gentrified it. Brooklyn. It wasn't and, Red Hook. And there was uh there was a you know the the guy was like you know take down the sign Black Lives Matter. How about All Lives Matter? And the employee was saying I don't have to take it down, but it's no mass you know no mass no service pretty much. And he was sitting there taking it down and, you know, saying, taking it down. And this is a protest. There's a guy behind him who was wearing a mask. He's like, dude, she doesn't have to take it down. It's not your business. Like, just get your car, pretty much get the fuck, get your coffee and go to fuck. Mm-hmm. And I had posted this and there was a guy that I used to work with. And, you know, he was pretty much trying to, trying to play because we work in retail. Mm-hmm. So I get where he was going with it. Because it's just kind of like, yo, appease the customer. And I'm like, Fuck. but I was like, but in this instance, I was like, there's only one trash person in this in this video. And that is the man that is protesting against this Black Lives Matter sign. I was like, because the employee is simply saying, listen, 
Our policy is I cannot serve you unless you have a mask. That should be his. If that's his complaint, okay. But I was like, mm-hmm. but he's not. His complaint is Black Lives Matter. I was like, so now we are not. I was like, we can't coddle privileged and racist anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, but she wasn't focused so much on his stance on Black Lives. She was simply saying, listen, this is our company's policy. And I was explaining to my, put a mask on and I'll give you a damn coffee. Right. And you've been out mm-hmm. here all day long and have an issue with this Black Lives Matter mask. I don't give a fuck. And if one more of these motherfuckers say, <laughs> I can't wear a mask because I have a condition, I have a note that says that. Well, then fucking do your fucking shopping on Instacart. Do Wait, your shopping online. I just, I just saw a video this morning of a doctor that proved that wearing a mask does not bring down your oxygen level. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But before goes, we... First of all, yo, it definitely goes back to what Trump is doing. He's not wearing a mask. My no. daddy don't wear a mask, so I don't gotta wear a mask. <laughs> my Damn, daddy. my daddy Damn. don't wear a mask. Damn. So, that's a quote. All right, I wanted to say this for the entitled: If the mask work, why the six feet? If the six feet works, why the mask? If both work, why the lockdown? If airbag works, then why the seatbelt? If the seatbelt works. Then why the airbags? If both work, then why the brakes? <laughs> Think about that. You just you just threw a lot at him. You gonna have their heads spinning. Listen, man. They gonna re- re- rewind this a couple of times. Listen. <clears throat> the but, entitlement, and also too. And I I agree. You know, it's cool with the nonviolence and all that shit. But I'm telling you right now. Karen and Kevin, you cough in my face. Oh, it's a I'm fight. fucking you up it's entirely, and you do know this. <laughs> like that's assault. It's just as bad as spitting on me. Yeah, which is classified as assault. Yeah. It is. And the in, in the name of the law, like if you cough on me, yeah. like intentionally, because yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that seems to be what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I have no like control over my actions after that no none of us do no it's gonna get ugly yeah just like it it got ugly out in new haven but here's my thing i respect the brother you know his name i don't know his name i'm sorry los fidel los Los fidel Fidel. shout Shout out out to los Los fidel Fidel. i respect the brother for being out there but brother united we stand divided we fall you should have been there with more people they would have not got a knuck if you buck they would have not knucked nor bucked it was old sixty-five we geriatric <laughs> geriatric motherfuckers <laughs> that's on their way out and they know they're on their way out. Yeah. So they just fighting for their last breath. But you know what? That brings up another situation because I, I was um watching videos of Los Fidel out there in, in New Haven and this white lady comes up and they're just you know, Los Fidel and some random white lady were having a conversation. I don't even want to call it a debate. They were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And this white lady goes, hey, I've been out here fighting for black lives for 30 years and I've never seen you. And Los is like, and I've never seen you either. So what does that mean? Well, for like, 30 years, it's like, well, man, like. Your I'm, 30 years I'm and his 30 years is, he's probably on his 30th. Right. right. And, and you're on your second 30th. Los Fidel is probably my age. <laughs> right. So, so it's like, <laughs> I don't but, here's, know. but here's the thing, though. Like, they're, 
And this is another problem that I'm having. Like this goes back to what I was saying in the, be in the beginning of the episode. Everybody that's out there doing community outreach and doing things for the community period. It's not a fucking competition. No. Right. Like too many people treat this shit like it's a fucking competition. If wow. we all have the same views of the same fucking finish line, then why are we competing with each other to see who gets there first? We should be collaborating. Instead of or, having woke offs on the time. Yes. Woke offs. No, that's exactly it's it's like the fucking woke Olympics out here, man. Like, yo, I don't personally. I stand on my soapbox. I on got a, my car. <laughs> on, a, on a personal level, do I agree with the protests? No. Because if you have 10 people at a protest, I'm sure each individual has a different reason to be there. And everybody wants a different outcome as to why they're there. So that's why I don't fuck with these protests because a lot of them are misguided. And they have, or they have no guidance, period. That's pretty much what happened, what, like, like that Saturday we went down there? Right. I was like, if you really think about it, there were probably three different protests going on At the same time, yeah. And only one was truly promoted, and that was the one that we showed up to. Because we knew it was going to be on McLeavy Green. Bobby, Bobby Brown was there, shout out to her. I've known her for some time. I, I know the family a little bit, the brother. And, and everything so I know that she's been active for a long time um, behind the scenes and, 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 and in the forefront but then once everything kind of transpired I was like so there were really three different yeah. protests going on and that's, on that's my point because you had that one which was you know the peaceful one so mm -hmm. to speak and then they marched whatever and then you but by the time they got down to the PD there was already another group down there see storm the lobby right that hit perfect. and then you yeah, had another shit. one and that ended up shutting down route eight right so there was really three different different movements, movements going, going, on. going on at and, once and to white people they're all the same these are facts these are facts and 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 here's the thing like shout out to to my homegirl dr charity clay uh with the catalyst cast uh if you got it if you get a chance to look at if you get a chance to listen to it go ahead and listen to that it's only five episodes she's only going to do five sorry four episodes she's only doing four episodes i asked her why she said that's all that's all she needed to make her point episode one i had i had uh smooth listen to that first episode along with me it's good on that episode she said yo the very institutions that you're protesting against are the ones that are benefiting from what you're doing. They're the ones marching with you. No, 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 not even that. But the the the, the oppressive organizations that, that people, you know what I'm saying, are protesting are the ones benefiting. We, like, Facebook, Instagram, those are all oppressive organizations like they support Trump and everything that we're against but we we put them in power because everything that we want to do we have to use them for all the all the memes all that bullshit it gives them content and keeps them rolling mm. and keeps bringing them revenue to continue supporting Trump and everything else that's against us. 
Yeah, I was listening to that, uh, the first podcast. Four. Yeah. I mean, she done two. It's, it's four. Oh, she's already done. She's already four. done all four. Oh, okay, they're okay, like twenty okay, minutes okay, a piece. Okay. Yeah, they're not long. Um, so I'll listen to the to the rest of them. But yeah. But it's like, you know, I, and I agree with her one hundred percent. I wanted to have her on the show to talk about it. But she was like, "Look, I already said what I had to say." Yeah, no, I feel you. And, and at the point of sounding redundant. So I yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel and I feel her on that as well because I mean, I posted. Uh, it was started on Snap, and then I had uh, took it to um, Facebook Story. Um, it was just pretty much me talking about how like when I was 13, 14, I was at New Canaan Country School. So I was going to school with the top tier mm-hmm. of white privilege right. in Connecticut. And w- what most people don't know is that I was the, the spokesperson for a diversity conference twice for my class um, within like the same year. Um, and the first one was it was they were both at Choke Rosemary, but the first one had a cousin. Choke. Co- yeah, exactly. The first one had cousin Jeff. Everybody remembers cousin mm-hmm. Jeff from BT. This mm-hmm. when he had dread. And then the second time, the second diversity conference was uh, Dr. Robert Johnson, who was one of the Little Rock Nine, mm-hmm. and he was a keynote. Mm. And I was like, everything that I'm seeing now, about what people are on social media arguing with, you know, white folk, or just not even not even necessarily arguing with white people, but I see that a lot of people are trying to simply, you know kind of get white people to see or force a lot of certain white people to see um, in, in, in certain conversations and posts. I'm like, I was doing this when I was like 13 and 14. Right. I was like, so if you don't see me consistently posting with the much like agitation or anger with you, it's not because I don't care. I feel you. I was like, but because I've done it, I've, it's like, I see now the funny in it all. And it's like, it, it, with, with the white people's mindset and I'm like listen I you're it's beating a dead horse trust me 100% <laughs> like you're beating a dead horse you're either like either just say say what you say and leave it at that or just don't do it I was like cause you're beating a dead horse or focus on the ones that do want to learn do understand and do want to figure out how to, that they can help cause they are out there right I was like, but and they'll ask. Yeah, and they'll ask. I was like, but y'all are you're gearing your attention to the racist. You're the talking naive, to brick walls. You're talking to brick walls. These people's privilege, they're whatever. I was like, you're talking, you're beating that dead horse. So, and that's pretty much, and I get what 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 Latif's friend is saying because it's like, I've been there at a young age, like to see y'all now because it's kind of funny to me because I'm like, have y'all really just like at your adult ages just started like experiencing white people now? Because I'm, I've like I've been here for like right. I went to New Canaan from kindergarten to eighth grade, so my youth right. <laughs> was, and then I went to St. Joe's for high school. So I was like, hey, I've been dealing with this shit for the majority of my life. It's like, and then when I left high school, it was pretty much I went to a historically black college, and then I was just kind of like with my own from that point right. forward. So it was like, but everything that I see people you know on social media now of white people and talking about how white people are, I'm like, yes. But it's like if you don't see me not talking about it in the in the same uh, passion and anger and with that like same political and socialist voice you are, it's like for me at this point I come at it with a comedic point of view because I was like I've done I've been where you are, I've been mm-hmm. with the I've been at the agitated point that you are, I'm I'm tired of that now, 
I've, mm-hmm. Like I, I'm exactly. no longer like I'm no, exactly. like, I'm no, I'm no I'm longer as, as vocal on on right. I'm like on social I'm not, media. Like I this is my life. Memes. Yeah, I'm 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 I post the funny memes. I post the, I make the jokes because it's like at this point now, for me, and I'm not saying it works for everybody. I was like to point the funny out in these people is far it it can have a better effect for for people because it's like yo i think trevor noah said something to the effects that comedy makes people think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. comedy makes people think because even though you're laughing you're like well shit damn so to have this hostile tone i get it i'm not saying you're wrong go go with it i'm just saying for me it's like yo I've been dealing with, I've had that at a point in my life when I was 12 years younger than you are now. I'm like, I can't be angry. Here's the thing. Like I have this, I have this poem for people that show up to the open mic, like our kickbacks and pull drum and stuff like that. Like I have a poem called I'm not woke. I love that one. And in this poem, I quote Bane. Mm, You do. The debate, the quote is, and this is this is my my response to what's everything that's going on right now on social media and basically in in a in agreement with what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, you think wokeness is your ally. I was born into this revolution. I was molded by it. I didn't see consciousness till I was already a man, and by then it was blinding. Right. So it's like you got to understand. I was raised by a Black Panther. Mm. So what the shit that y'all are just on now? You were you were there. I was raised into this shit. Right. So the fact that some of y'all are just waking up now and like going crazy on Facebook and you call me whatever you call me because I'm not out there with you. Right. I've been through what you're going through. Right. Like you just said, that was my childhood. That was my childhood. That was my like my parents. I've already like I know both sides of this. Yeah, my But see, that's where the double edged sword comes in, in my opinion, because even though there at this point now we might just have to accept that oh no we have to we accept have to, it and let them go so through like, what they need to go right. through i'm not so, saying like i'm not and that's saying why stop. i've been quiet i'm not here yeah, like i'm not telling them to stop but that's where nothing. we that's where we can't be quiet that's right. where we have to be like i as peacefully them, redundant if, if like i let them say like we i let them go cannot stop right now you can't stop go go there like you're going to need to because again when i was a kid at New Canaan like I went through like because there's terms I can be honest on this show right now there have been there are are terms that I started hearing now like in the past uh, we'll say 10 years just to give a good uh, a broad number appropriation uh, Mm -hmm. appropriation and uh, there's been uh, microaggressions yeah microaggressions there are terms like that where I didn't know what they meant, but when I looked them up, you've already, you've I was already like, oh, this it. is what this is? Right. Right. Oh, I was, when I was in sixth grade. Right. When I was in sixth grade in New Canaan Country School, they would come up to me, all those white teachers and be like, or parents, in fact, be like, oh, he's so well-spoken. Microaggression. Well, that's microaggression? Oh, well, fuck. I was dealing with that when I was 13. Right. I was dealing with that when I was 14, 12. We say this shit to each other. Oh, you talk so white. My cousins said that to me. One of my cousins said it was like, you, you talk white. What? Microaggression. Thank you. Right. I didn't know what these words meant. Appropriation? 
white girls at uh, when I was in New Canaan Country School, we had a two week uh, spring break in April. Them kids will go; those white girls will go out to the Bahamas, come back with the the, the braids and the Car rolls and, and shit, things yeah. like that. And I'm sitting there, I was like, what? "Why y'all trying to look black?" Or I went to I went <laughs> years to later. I learned about the word cultural appropriation. I'm like, oh, "That's what y'all call it, that's, right?" That's that's the scholarly scholarly way right. <laughs> of saying shit. Oh, okay. That's why, like, you don't see me rah run because I'm like, "Oh, I've lived this, I lived this like firsthand." <laughs> I went to a school called Multicultural Magnet. Literally, Multicultural Magnet. There were white kids in this school that dressed in more like black designers than I did. These motherfuckers in there and Sean, well, not Sean John, but like whatever this cool shit was back in the day. Sean John. Sean no. John, baby Ka- fat. Fubu. Sean John was like high school. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. the Carl Fubu, Ka- the Carl Kanai, the Anichie, right. Mecca. These, these Ball, white kids yeah. wore more of that shit than I did. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. Funny thing, it turned out some of them weren't even black designers. Word. Word. So it's like, and then I remember having a moment. This had a black right mm-hmm. there was a moment where we were reading uh it was in actually it was in like it was uh it was a world cultures class and we were reading some book about the geishas in like japan and it was a point in the story where it was like you know the, there was a white girl who moved to japan and would try and and would speak like incorrectly in their language thinking that that's how you can communicate with the geisha but she spoke english so we were in the class and somebody had brought up, you know, um, I think it was like probably somebody I was cool with. And they were like, well, that's kind of like, you know, speaking like with that yo-yo term mm-hmm. slang to, you know, like the, a black person or like, mm-hmm. you know, Denzel or whatever the case may be. And so then they were like, the teacher was like, well, you know, let's ask, you know, Denzel. Like, I was, I was like, well, y'all do that here. Uh, right. I was like, all of you have done this. Most of you in this room have done this. When it comes to me, you you talk different. You talk to me different as if I can't understand what you say to me in your regular suburban vernacular. Vernacular. I can understand you. That's why I'm here in this private institution. (laughs) I passed the fucking test. (laughs) Like I can understand y'all. Like my 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 level of intelligence is right up here with y'all. Like so, you can talk to me. You don't have to, you know, yo yo this that third. Like that's me and the other black kids that I was in the school with because there were very few and far between of us. So when we got together, it was like, yo, Traj, I love. <laughs> like, yo, my my dude, whatever, boom. I was like, but y'all, you can talk to me how you would talk to any other white person in this Back. book. Like, I can understand you and I can converse with you and we can have a good time. But I'm going to cut you off right there. Go ahead. Hold for on. Ta- for the, okay. I know for time's sake, but this is the only thing I'm going to say and then we can move on. Yeah. They say stand for anything Stand for nothing. Stand for nothing. Fall for anything. Stop fucking shopping at Gucci. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Came out of nowhere. I like it. So wait, wait. Never mind. No, the reason why I say that that's a different topic. Yeah, it is. But yeah, but um, because we are a music podcast. Mm -hmm. What what are y'all listening to right now? Before we get into the topic that I really want to talk to talk Mm -hmm. about, what are y'all listening to right now? Because I know I got. Tiana Taylor's album on repeat. I was just about Bro, to say that. I have to get on that because I've heard good things. Yo. I've heard phenomenal Look, when it comes things. to the end of the year episode, that's definitely going to be one of my top five R&B okay. albums. Without a question. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on it. Without weekend. a question. Um, 
I love that album because I was definitely going to say the same thing. Besides me listening to my regular shit, I always listen to like for nostalgia. Shit, yeah. yeah, but like I love that album and I respect Iman Shumpert so much more, not only as a man, but as a artist because he wrote a lot. Good. I did. He wrote and I a was, lot. I was listening to that album wondering how much input he had on it, knowing yeah. that he also was an artist. He had a lot to do with it. Eric Bellinger had a lot to do with it. Mm. Um, Lauren Hill. Well, I think it was just because of the sample. Yeah, yeah. Um, Diddy. Um, but I think that's because of the sample, too. But, like, I really love that album. Um, I haven't listened to the Chloe and Halle, but I heard good things about it. Oh God, yeah, so I've heard good. a couple records. It's so good. I'm not going to put down because it's our people. But, you know, Beyonce put out a record. I was just about to say what I'm not fucking with is that song. Yeah. What was it the Black Parade? It's just too all over the place. I respect it and I appreciate it. what her. she's trying to do is yes. driving her. I didn't even know she put out. She uh, put out a, 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 a song. Yeah. She oh, put out a single. I didn't even know. Um, just in, you know. Yeah. And I get it. And I appreciate her for it, but it's a no for me, dog. Right. Um, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, I listened to it and I was like, eh. Usher dropped a very nice record called I Cry. Oh, I didn't shit. hear that. Yeah. Her dropped a song called I Can't Breathe. I didn't hear that. Uh, that I, was I so good. That was good. Yeah. That I was saw good. I the post. Um, I haven't really. And in the midst of everything going on, uh, really Meg Thee Stallion drops uh, Girls in the Hood in with the, the uh, <laughs> Easy E sample. With the Easy E sample. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. It's right. It's I a mean, Meg it's, record. It's I heard she was record. dropping more anime bars, so I want to hear it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a Meg a, record. It's a Meg record. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I, fu- I I'm, fuck with Meg. Right. Yeah. I seen her post it because she was twerking in yeah. sundress I love her. on Instagram. And yeah. I was like, sundress season? Is yeah. that you? Cross the Himalayas? You know what? We didn't even bring up sun, sundress season. Shout sundress, out to sundress sun, season. Sundress season. Romper season. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a fan of the sundress. I love them both. Yeah, because you see the booty go but yes while we are on the subject of music yeah one more thing okay i'm sorry also with the meg thing easy e's daughter came out and said she's not mad at meg for putting out the record she's mad at the powers that be that would not let her put out that record so when it's so fucked up wow oh with easy e's legacy bro that his children can't even do his music they will get sued that's crazy. They will get sued. How fucked up is that? That is fucked up. That's just the industry. Like, Easy es kids cannot do his music. I know. But they can give it to another artist like Meg. And I listen, I love the record. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a Meg record. It's a Meg record. But I and I feel like that's where, and I don't know if she has the power to do that. I don't know or what. But I feel like that's when she should actually be like, hey, you should be on the remix. I fuck with that. This is your father. Okay. Speaking of remixes, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry to go back, but on that Tiana Taylor album. Yes. We can keep going back. <laughs> did that one song, I got to look up the name of the song, but this one song, I was like, yo, Rihanna needs to be on this song. Mm-hmm. Why is Rihanna? Because it was the one, it was a song that only had one verse. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't because I'm not fully done with the album. Okay. Because it's like 700 records. Yeah, it's like 29 fun. records on the album. But yeah, there was <laughs> one particular like song. There was <laughs> one particular song that it was like, yo, Rihanna would sound perfect as a feature on this album. 
or on a song. And they Hold remixed on. it? It's just one verse. But mm-hmm. I'm like, they need to remix it mm-hmm. because Rihanna would sound perfect on it. And I don't remember what it's called. I'm trying to look it up now. I don't know. Because there is a lot of shit on here. And I can't remember it. But anyway. But there was one song that sounds like Rihanna should have been on it. And I will continue to say that until Rihanna's on it. Okay. Um, Before. But, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, man. I just feel so. I feel like the energy is just in here. is just so good. Because we're back just, home. We're back home. But um, I feel like, uh, well, what I wanted to ask y'all, what are y'all most anticipated albums of 2020 right now? I don't have any. No? Whatever Bruno about to do. You've been very quiet. I'm waiting for it. And that's why I'm anticipating it. And uh, I've been waiting for something out of TDE, personally. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's it's happening. Um... I'm definitely looking forward to some TDE. I'm waiting on that. How I live. Madeline. Nope. And um, MF Doom? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for uh, for Run the Jewels, but that came out. Ooh. Did it. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Mm. I feel like um, I'm ready to hear a lot of this music because the beauty of it is this is what I like about the verses because it's gearing us up for new music in a sense, but still bringing us back. Mm-hmm. That sex beat record that I just listened to that last night. For the you first just time. listened you to it? That shit's yeah. been on radio. That shit's I don't, been. You know, I don't listen. Well, to it. right. It's been on time. Yeah. Once Ludacris said, "Yo, we're putting this record out." Yeah. I was streaming yeah. it. I was streaming that for the battle. longest yeah. because it's like that record is so dope, and that record is over two years old. I was yeah. tight when I you was you so saw that, my post on Facebook. I was like, y'all been holding on to this for two years. I am vexed. So that tells you right there that Lil John is still going. Still going. Since the 90s. Yeah, man. Like I, I just love the fact that like with these verses, again, we're able to appreciate Be these artists. Going. Librarian girl ass. I'm sorry. MC Light. I know. Nah, that was my shit. Sunset. We know that's your favorite. Sunset Park soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I feel like these verses are just gonna continue to get better. I was a little let down by the Alicia Keys and John Legend. Didn't watch it. But that was more so. I mean, I also I didn't finish it because I don't know if it did go that way, but. You wanted them to play more piano. I did want them to play more piano. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I just wasn't interested. Do you not fuck with them like that? I used to love them both. Mm -hmm. And then... Fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I used to love them both. And then over time, it was just like a... I don't really check for their music anymore. I don't check for Alicia's anymore. John Lesson just dropped an album yesterday. I heard it was actually fire. I always look for a John Legend album. Always. The last John Legend album I liked was the one with him in the roots, Wake Up. And I haven't listened to another John Legend album since. You didn't listen to... um... Nope. Damn. Okay. Well, you know. Um, But while we're on the subject of verses... Yes, sir. Ours just passed. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was... 
A massacre. It was damn. <laughs> damn. But you want to know Motown something? Motown versus New Jack is yeah. what just happened. You want to know something? On the, on the day of, on the anniversary of the death of Michael Jackson, yeah. which is why these beats are playing right now. I'm just happy to hear beats behind our voices. Facts. Yeah. But. That's probably that, why it's flowing so good. Because we are like rappers. <laughs> <laughs> we got like. Turn my fucking headphones up. You know? I'm a Kong. I'm a Kong. Kong. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Chappelle, yo, in the 846. But that's I haven't watched thing. that yet. Yes, that was true. What? Then we're not even gonna talk I haven't about watched it. a lot of shit. We're not even gonna I talk haven't about watched it. 846. I haven't watched The Five Bloods. I haven't I watched haven't. a lot of things. But definitely watched 846. And definitely watched The Five Bloods. But we'll talk about that another time. But um, yeah, it was interesting. And my thing is, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, I don't understand why he would even want to pick this battle. Not on the Motown side. No, that was, that was, I think that was my idea. No, no, no. Like I, I, I feel, I feel bad because, yeah, because everybody was like, oh, like New Motown Jack versus this. New Jack. I'm like, yo, New Jack got this. There's no question about it. Yeah, but then I thought, wait, really, I thought it was gonna be even. I didn't think it was gonna. I, be I even. thought it was gonna be even. I thought it was gonna be a massacre. No disrespect to you, D Dub. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a massacre. But I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I completely underestimated DW. A hundred percent. He As, came with records. Yeah. He was throwing haymakers the entire the battle. Entire but the time. funny part about his haymakers are not even that he had the sounds behind it. <laughs> not even how he cut the record. Right. Whatever record you played, he had something to, to combat it. Yeah, like and when yeah. he combated it, it had it in the words. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't even noticed. And I'm just yeah, like, yo. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's what's hard going up against a DJ. Right. Cause he knew exactly what to play exactly for everything you play played. He's like, oh word, oh word, bet. <laughs> and the shit that had me fucked up was cause yo, I was like going into it, I was like, all right, man, we just gonna throw some light jabs in the beginning. So that's why I opened <laughs> nope. up. I opened up <laughs> right. I opened up with portrait. Here we go. Here we go. And then you hear. And he plays. I want your back. I'm like, nigga, you felt threatened by that. Oh shit! And then, and low key, what made me mad? Like I was mad at myself, even yesterday, <laughs> because I was like, "Yo, I had 62 in the clip." And what threw me off was like between Luck in the background yelling, "Smooth, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing like that?" And then you had and like, Mark. and Mark was like, "Yo, this that, and the third. I was like, "Yo, I didn't play my Johnny Kemp." I had Keith Sweat's I Warner. I had Don't Stop the Love by Keith Sweat. Like no I, had Don't I had Carrie Watt. I had Karen no White. Johnny. I had Rub You the Right Way set up. Like, and I'm like, yo, I had all the shit you didn't right. play. And it was all the shit that I didn't play because now, mm -hmm. like. It was the same thing in my battle with him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same. Like, it got to a point where we said, fuck our list and went otherwise <laughs> right <laughs> and then because now like he was like yo smooth because i did then i played tender lover luck though yo smooth don't play your records but then he was like yo play rated r i'm like mm, but is that gonna be a haymaker like is that gonna be a body blow because right, right. d-dub is hitting me like right, if i yeah. play that is that right. going, like i was is like that nah, gonna hit is that gonna hit the way a lot of people like it's, that and that's what i'm saying right. like that's, a lot of people is this gonna be a, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it was a personal be, thing it was it was a personal but is this gonna be a score right no. like that's why there was some records that i didn't play because i was like yo it's personal. like i had joe's early shit like his 94 shit because joe 
Joe was doing. Forever, Joe but, been around for a minute, and he did New Jack. But I'm like, but he didn't do I New can't, Jack well though. He had a he, yeah. He was learning. They didn't promote it well. You didn't put. He had some album, dope. Sure. I had it though. That was Haymaker. He didn't go to. I had Night and Day. I had On Your Own. I had Night and Day. I had On Your Girl. Own. I had that. <laughs> But see, then I have, but like I had some like little B side records because I'm like I don't know, like oh Motel D dub my. But then like as soon as I play Here We Go off uh, of the House Party soundtrack, and he come with I Want You Back, I was like nigga you was. Dead. But but see, I mean you not I, even I, trying. I, to... I don't even think those was the the low blows. Like dude, you were I ten and zero oh in the first I half. What do you mean? I want you. Sorry, back I think was, nine and one maybe. I want nine you back one. over yeah. Here We Go. I was, just I was on pay. Ed Sullivan. Respect <laughs> like, is all I was trying sheesh. to do. He played American Bandstand and Soul Train records. Facts. Um, <laughs> so I was like, damn. He was, yeah, he was. He, he busted was, hands but, on American Bandstand. <laughs> but in my defense, and and to say like, people was like, yo, you made the halftime that the, the yeah, second you made half the second that, 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 comeback, that comeback, yeah. Because I was like, yo, okay, I yeah, see to get where back we was at now. Crazy. I had to get back. I had to get back. So I started playing the Bobby Browns because I even had um the joint from uh, uh fucking Duff, Bill Murray. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I on your own. Yeah, you like, should have played that. All of that shit. So I'm like, okay, I just gotta hit all my joints, whatever. So, but at the end of the day, like, big ups to D Dub, uh, cause I definitely underestimated him. But like the fact that everybody in the comment sections was having a good time. Yes, that was my favorite. Like part. that was my favorite thing mm-hmm. about it because it was just like a moment of us mm-hmm. like really showcasing black music. From and two different eras and seeing that like we had so many young people yeah like a lot of our like we're a lot of us ain't even like we still late 30s mid 30s uh, you know we got mm-hmm. people as 30s and they in their 20s and stuff like that but still all enjoying his music mm-hmm. and stuff like that so the and fact everybody that, had a good and time. everybody had a good time everybody was you know tight singing the records in the comments section and dropping the emojis when we told them to so at the end of the day that's yo but definitely I- definitely have fun but and, f- and for those listeners, luck, good luck when you play. Yeah, you battle that nigga because shit. So, so for the listeners, um, <laughs> I'm ready. A, de- a decision was made that night. A decision was made that night, and I don't know how well we're going to be able to commit to that decision. But the decision was made that any any week that there is not an episode, because you know we are bi-weekly, mm. it's going to be a battle. I like it. So the next battle is because we pulled these names out of a hat. The next battle is going to be D Dub versus Luck. Uh, I don't think they've decided what they're battling yet. Let's decide right now. How about we do it right now? Um, the battle after that, possibly, is going to be uh, me versus Smooth. Uh, he's going to it's going to be MJ versus Prince. Um, he got MJ, I got Prince because you know names. Yeah, nah. <laughs> um, and I've already started on my Prince list. Oh, oh shit! Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were talking about a bit of a we were talking about a bit of a dream uh, battle, or not necessarily a dream battle, something that we want to do. So we're gonna say it right now on the podcast. Damn, that's that summer rain outside right now. I'm tight as fuck. So check this out, right? Mm-hmm. We want to battle another podcast. Mm. Mm. We putting it out there. We putting it out there right now, whether it be 
the team, mm-hmm. whether it be famously average. famously average, whether it be Earl Ski, even though that he would be outnumbered. Legends of the podcast. No, nah, I'm shout out to Earl Ski. Legend of the podcast. I'm not outnumbering him because that nigga knows music. No, he knows his music, but I'm just saying. It's but if four it's Rock, one. if it's Rockefeller, I'm it's I'm four not against in one. It. I'm not in it because it would be. It would, it oh, would be so you would be on his side. Okay. Yeah, without a question. Okay. Because um, he, he's he's rock all day. Um, but what I'm saying <laughs> is unofficial. Like I, I personally, I want to go against the team. I want to go. I want to go male R and B versus female R and B. Battle of the sexes. They're not doing it. But while we're on the subject, while we brought up the team, I want to give a shout out to Beck. Beck easy. For uh, first of all, happy, happy birthday, birthday and congratulations because she just announced that she is with child Ooh. on her birthday. Love so congratulations. Out quarantine to right there. <laughs> the quarantine baby. Shout out to that. Quarantine. Yeah. Shout out to a happy, healthy baby being born. Facts. Facts. But the team, if this gets back to you, you are challenged. Challenge. Challenge. Um, but yes, y'all go ahead and decide. Um, so D dub. Word. I feel like because, you know, you the DJ. Made our ass what we are from the motherfucking giddy up. I'm gonna let you choose. Oh, oh shit! Good luck, nigga. You already seen firsthand what that man do on fly. Absolutely, but I'm never scared. Good, good. I, you know. But I now, want, but now that luck, I really, really want to do that Kanye versus Dilla. Mmm. I want to be. I want to be there for know, that. Man, I'm. I'm you want to do Kanye I'm, I'm versus right Dilla? There on the edge. Hold up. Let's let's make that happen. So Kanye versus Dilla. That's what we doing. Let's do it. And you, Dilla? Let's do it. You already knew you was gonna be Kanye. <laughs> Why'd you even ask? Hey, and you, and you, and you, Dilla. As a big let's have some stipulations on this though. <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> you didn't see what the fuck. Happened. Nah, not All even right. that. Not even that. I feel like we should do the 20 records, absolutely. Okay. But then I want us to do a bonus round of unreleased records and let the people decide out of three records what were the best. You know how hard it would be to find some unreleased Dilla records right now? Uh, D Dub. It's a whole lot of unreleased records out. Okay. And I have a bunch of Kanye unreleased records. All right. Now, with this being a producer battle, I'm not just gonna play Kanye. Well, yeah. First of all, let's talk about that. So, what's um, that mean? Is Only- it just gonna be producer battle, or is it gonna be? Well, Dill's not a rapper, but he did rap on some songs. He did. Right. So, is it just like, are you sticking to just producing, or are you going to writing as well and rapping as well? Like, what that, are y'all doing? That is a good one. Right. Or are uh, you gonna? Because, or are you gonna you- go against the whole thing? Like, go the whole. I think we should um, do the you, whole you're thing. You're right, because you you can come out the hat with that Kanye brand, that Brandy joint, and I can come out with, you know, that... That would not even be in mine. That Janet joint. Who knows? I got a Kanye the point Janet is, joint, too. I was just giving an example. Yeah. I know. Not trying <laughs> but the to- point is, like, it makes it, personally, I think it makes it more difficult and more of a challenge if you're doing just producing. Mm. That's just me. I like that. What do you think, Dub? Dub? Just producing. Just producing? There you have it, folks. Okay. You heard it here first. Dilla versus Ye, just producing. This is going to be a good one. 
Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a little worried. I'm I'm but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna it be is. fun. And the hip hop fans are going to have a great one. And um this so is, this is has to be live. But live but, but, live. Oh yeah, speaking of that, we want we want folks in the building. We want to feed off your energy. Just a few, because Corona's still just on. yeah, like ten people, <laughs> ten people at the most. But we'll once we once we get the flyer out, because I know that's gonna be on me. Um well, I do a little dabble. No, no, no. Actually, when I was trying to put the flyer for this one together, it was him that that actually had your back. It was it was uh smooth that had your back. He was like, let luck do it. He's 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 nasty with these flyers. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, it was I'm, yeah, I'm it was it was smooth you. to have I'll your back. I'll give you a mock-up. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to you putting the peace out of resistance together, that is you. Mm-hmm. But I will give you a mock-up. Okay. Because, you know, we can work we Agreed right here. Boom. Exactly. Boom. All right. Black man. So so now you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> With our battle. So wait. All right, I'm around. I, I'm sorry. So our battle's next week? Uh, no. The battle, because there's an episode that goes out. That this episode we, goes out next week. Okay. So the following so week, week is after that. Yes. The week after that. All right. Same time, like same day as we do it. On Thursday off, on an eight on o'clock. Our off week gotcha. is we gonna do a battle. So hold up. Is. So the next mm-hmm. episode drops on July seventh. I mm-hmm. think. No wait. No. No no no. Next Sorry. episode I'm, drops I'm, on the thirtieth. The thirtieth. Mm-hmm. So then the we, battle would be the ninth. There you go. No, the second. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No, the ninth. The ninth. So July 9th at eight p.m. You got it. And then our battle would be. July 23rd. Um, okay. So. Yeah. Are we doing just Michael and Prince records or can I go to records that Prince wrote? Oof. Right. Because Prince wrote for a lot of other people. I could play some. some it has, some, to be, has to be record for record. Right. Because I, can, I could go Michael, to Morris Day in the time. No, yeah, I know. I could go to. Oh, I could go to. I feel for right. you. I could go to. a lot of people. So and I don't think I don't think Michael wrote a lot. He didn't write a lot for other people, he right? Didn't. So we just do him lit- like so strictly Michael strictly versus Prince. Michael versus Prince. There we go. Boom. All right. That is. All right. So since we're on the topic of Michael, before we get into these last calls, uh, we want to, you know, say we miss you, Mike. Facts. Um, Facts. Eleven years, y'all. Damn. Eleven years. I still remember where I was, but we had this conversation yeah. already. Yeah, we did. Yeah. If um, you look it up, just just look it up. It's it's a the cover is just Michael Jackson giving the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. that was such a dope cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like, listen, his influence is still huge today. Mm-hmm. My nephew is. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was thinking of the Boondocks. Yeah. Usher, Omarion, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson is not a genre of music. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, man. Yeah. So my nephew is 10 years old, 11 years old, excuse me. And he's loved Michael Jackson since he came out the crib. And Michael Jackson was damn near not even alive. Right. When yeah, he right. was really understanding who he was. Mm-hmm. So he's still influencing people to this day. Mm-hmm. So we feel it's only right to not just give love to his hit hit records, but give love to our personal hits that we like. So this last call is the Mike Jack B sides. Facts. I love it. And who's up first? I'll go first. All uh, right. Okay. 
the year was 2001. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good saying that now, like I'm back home. <laughs> the year was shout out to G Studio. Yeah, shout out to G Studio. Shout out to G, man. Word. I Thanks. text him on Father's Day and he said, appreciate it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 2001. And uh, it was this album called The Invincible Album. Some of y'all may have had the green cover, the orange cover. The I had the cover. white cover. I had the white cover. FYE only had the white cover. Okay. Because I remember going to get it. That was my, my Christmas present from my sister, R.I.P. Yeah, that was a Christmas present from my mom's ex-boyfriend at that time. Yeah, right. I bought him that. Fuck him. Go ahead. So this record <laughs> is my personal favorite. Off the Invincible album itself. It's the album title, Invincible. You need some oil on that, dude. saying about the influence that Michael still has today. I have a new record that's out. It's called Everything You Do. It's it's on Apple Music. It's on Tidal. It's on Spotify right now. That record, you will hear the influence that Michael and Janet both had. Okay, now. For me, for that record. What was the name of that one more time? Everything You Do. All right, now. Available on all DSPs. Major DSPs. Who's next? Mine is on the same album, so I just want to break it up. I'll go. Yes. The year was 1975. Okay. Before all of our times, except for maybe he does. Was it he Oh, This record has been sampled many times. And one of my favorite records, um, I just have a vision of, I wish I could have curated not produced i wish i could have curated that video because i have such a vision in my head for this record and um it's relevant i don't feel like we're almost there but some people do uh this record is called we're almost there off the forever michael album 1975 michael jackson
I never knew I the title it. to that, yeah. but that was my shit. Yeah, I'm 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 bad. I'm I'm like that though. There's yeah. a lot of songs I love, but don't know the know titles. The titles, though. yeah. But Thank yeah, that God was... for Snapchat and the uh, infused. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is that? Smooth. What, what's it called? Snip was oh the the if... like the Soundhound type joint. Yeah. Oh shoot! What I the fuck is that called? called? Smile it, smirl it. I don't fuck. I don't know. I don't know what y'all talking about because I don't really use Snapchat. No, nah, when you're like trying to figure out a song and it'll like Shazam, oh, Shazam. Shazam, yeah, 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 Shazam. <laughs> yeah, but um, I guess I'm next. Okay. What was the year? 2001. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simpler time. Off the same album, Invincible. Mm-hmm. I know the one. One of my favorite <sighs> love songs. Shit. <sighs> Heaven can wait by Michael Jackson. Huh. brings tears to my eyes. Bro. He went off. I played this record a lot when he passed away. Though. Yeah, word. It has a whole different feeling. Tell the angels hello. I don't wanna leave my baby alone. I don't want nobody else to hold you. That's a chance I'll take. Maybe I'll stay. Heaven can wait. No. If the angels took me from this earth, I would tell them bring me
To music no more. Not man. at all. That man. That nigga oh said, "Hey, man. God, I need you, baby. <laughs> I want, I want you, you, baby. Now. No. He said, "Look. He told God, no. He said, he, hey. said, he said, God, look, 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 oh, look. Oh. I know you want me home, right? But I need to be here with her. Come on. He said, if the angels come for me, I'll tell, tell them, them no. no. What? Come on." They would sleep on that record. <laughs> Yo, that's a bar. Vocally, so that, lyrically. That is a bar. That record was, hey, oh babe, my God. If God told me I had to go right now and send the angels. I'd just be like, nah. I'd tell them no. Written and bruised. If the Lord took me before I wait, I wouldn't want to go. My man said, what good would heaven be? If the angels, angels came, came for me, me. I'd tell them No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much you gotta love somebody? You telling Jesus and all his angels and apostles. <laughs> one minute, one minute. <laughs> just one minute. I can't. What you got, D Dub? He giving. He, he, Boy, could I just say I'm afraid of that song in the battle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause you know I'ma do it. <laughs> oh, I'ma slide it in there just to, just to kick you while you're dead. This is gonna be interesting, man. Oh, Mike versus Prince. I, I can't wait. Yo, the, this the verses of the summer. I love them both. But Obviously, I, this is the most slept on album because I picked one off of this album too. Boy, if you pick Break of Dawn, you pick. If you pick Break of Dawn, I'm walking. Wait, out we all just went off Invincible. Hey, can't let it get away. It ain't right. the same album. It's not. No, that's dangerous. Get out of here. That is that's dangerous. That's that's dangerous. I can't let her go. Yeah, that's dangerous. This is my okay, record. My this is off the Meteor Man soundtrack. About this is my favorite shit. record. Because if he had picked Break of Dawn, I was walking out of this room. That's not a good shot. Something to die shame. I think I'm going to 
nigga be the truth. This, this does kind of new jack. This, this is does. a whole oh, no, new jack no, whole album. Dangerous was the last new jack album. Right. But it was like B side. Yeah. It was a B side. I played Dangerous last year when we did this with Michael. You're right. <laughs> I think I played uh, Butterfly. I think you did too. Time for uh, Last Call Volume 2, by the way. Absolutely, yo. Who's next? Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for the last call live. Oh. oh. I don't know. <laughs> he said, who's next? Oh, yeah, I was like, go, go, go. Podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> Who's next? Go, 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 go. Thank y'all for listening. Oh, we on our way to go get some food. Episode 37.5. Podcast with your. Oh, it feels so good to be back. Who's next? Go. Yo, did you see Safari in that shit when they put